Pastor Jeffrey Rahmat, thank you for making time to be with us today. Really appreciate that. Uh, and we're so sorry we couldn't get you to Denmark, but uh, it didn't work out this way around. <laughs> yes. It's a very, very strange season that we are in at, at this moment. So, yeah. yeah, it really is. And for you as well, I, I could tell that you have to uh, show all your services online. You can't meet physically, is that correct? Yeah, still, yeah, still online. And in fact, um, uh, two days ago, Saturday, uh, the government, the local government announced again that uh, we're still in semi-lockdown until the December the 6th, so it's so another two weeks to go. So. so how long have you not been able to meet physically for services? Uh, we start to have, uh, we started to have uh, online service since March uh, the 15th. Wow. So it's, it's been a long time, yeah. It's been uh, uh, 10 months almost. Yeah, that's a very long time. We could talk a lot about that, but that is not the purpose of, of this interview. Um, uh, Pastor Ahmed, tell me a little bit about uh, the history of your church from when it started back in 1999 and up till today. Okay, uh, our uh, church uh, called uh, JPCC, uh, stand for Jakarta Praise Community Church, established on the 4th of July in 1999, so more than 21 years ago. Uh, started with about uh, 50 to 60 people. Uh, actually, uh, I had a uh, sort of like a fellowship group before that. Um, who that started uh, in in the garage, uh, parking garage of my father's house. Uh, uh, but then the the Bible study group, the fellowship group, uh, it grew uh, until about six hundred to uh, seven hundred within uh, about uh, two years. Um, it was always on uh, Friday night. And uh, since I didn't have any church, so uh, when we have uh, someone who received Christ, born again, I always send them to the all the churches that I have uh, connect connection with. Mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, I think uh, about uh, early nineteen ninety eight. The Lord spoke to me to uh, actually start the church, um, but I, of course I don't want to start a church because I know it, it will be very very hard and it will be uh, I will be stuck uh, in one place. I, I I didn't really like that, mm. and uh, I was uh, fighting against it for uh, well actually. I was, uh, yeah, having 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 a problem with that idea until uh, one or two other men of God came to me and then uh, speak the word of God, sort of like a prophecy to me uh, for me to start a church. So, yeah, uh, and that so finally in Fourth of July. Uh, yeah. I started the church. Uh, I didn't announce it first at the, at the fellowship group that I had because I don't want to get in trouble with uh, with uh, with all the churches that I already 
have a connection with. Uh, so I just started with all the key leaders who were with me at, at that time. Mm. So, uh, so I didn't announce that I started a church to all of them. And I still having uh, the, the Friday night fellowship group uh, until a few years after that. Uh, but we started the church uh, in, uh, in the 4th of July with only the, the, the core team, about, about 50 and 60 of them. And, uh, and it grew until, until now. Before the pandemic, we have seven services in two locations every Sunday. Uh, average attendance is about 17,000 people. 17,000? Uh, yeah, one seven thousand wow. people every, yeah. every Sunday. And, you know, the congregation, uh, 75%, uh, the demographic are between 25 to 40 years old. Whoa. So it's, uh, it's a young, uh, young people, most, most of them, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a young professional, young businessman, young families. Uh, and we try to keep it that way. And, and, and where... Where do they come from, these people? Like, are they from a Christian background? Um, well, most of, them, most of them are, are uh, people from Christian background, uh, or at least uh, uh, their religion is Christian. Hmm. Uh, you know, and the rest is uh, from, from the other religion who uh, come into uh, Christianity. Mm -hmm. oh. So you live in a society where uh, Christianity is a minority. Like I, I could tell that there's 7% who confess themselves to be Christians in Indonesia, uh, either by culture or, or, or by personal faith. And there's 82% who uh, confess themselves to be Islamic. Um, how has it been for you to build a church uh, in that kind of circumstances? Has it been a hostile environment or how would you describe the view of Christianity in, in Jakarta? Well, of course, uh, if you look uh, from the outside, it's, it's always, uh, it's always uh, scary, uh, so to speak. But Indonesia is not a Muslim country. Indonesia is a, a recognized uh, old religion or major uh, religion. Uh, and it's in our, our uh, constitution, it's in our law. So, uh, but yeah, uh, you have to know your neighbor. That's, that's uh, all I can say. Of course, it's not easy to, uh, to uh, start at a church or uh, get a church permit or building. Um, but uh, that's why you know, uh, you need to be certain that it is not your idea. It is the Lord's idea. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if not from the Lord, I will not dare to do anything uh, like this. But uh, I have to make sure that this is not my idea. This is uh, the Lord's idea. And, but once you are in it, uh, I mean, you have to be, you have to be committed. Mm. You, whatever it takes, you know. But uh, so far, uh, it has been good. Uh, so far, uh, the Lord has been um, gracious to us. Mm. So I could only uh, give Him praise and 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 you know uh, thanks. You know, live in a gratefulness 
uh, towards uh, him and mm. because uh, it, it, it is not the work of man mm. it's the work of the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. we just we just an instrument uh, to be used by God and that's that's all I can say yeah but, um, if you were to describe the the community in Jakarta and the hope that they are longing for what would you what which words would you put on that hope that they are looking for in our times yeah uh well uh, i don't know whether many of you uh, or yourself uh, have been to jakarta before but jakarta is a very big city is uh, is a modern metropolitan city uh, it has more than 12 millions i i believe uh, people who live in in jakarta and it's a big uh, vibrant city uh, Uh, Indonesian uh, in uh, as a whole uh, economically is growing uh, until before the pandemic even still in the pandemic you know we are we are doing great uh, uh, economically so uh, you know uh, when it comes to Christianity when it comes to hope people want to to have a, a good standard of living that's 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 one thing for sure because uh, I think uh, we need to get out from uh, the saying or, or or what people said third world country mm-hmm. uh, I, I I think that's that's one thing that people hear hoping is that we can you know uh, be counted uh, just like uh, any other countries in the western world that we are strong in economic strong in 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 our uh, in our uh, education and and military and all of that mm-hmm. so uh, i think when it comes to hope people want to to have a good life you know people want to have a, a good education people want to have job and to be able to uh, do business uh, not only locally but globally also uh, so that's that's the the, the hope that uh, people especially here in Jakarta um, because uh, uh, Jakarta is a very vibrant city uh, people come to Jakarta to get um, better education um, they dream to have a better life mm-hmm. when they when they come to jakarta people from all over indonesia they they mostly are longing to go to the to the capital of the city because more chances for them to get to get job to get uh, uh, to have good facilities and all of that but of course if you don't succeed in jakarta then you can be uh, you can lose everything mm-hmm. you know it's so, not as easy as they thought so how do you as a church so so if i hear you correctly uh, jeffrey i hear you telling that that the hope that they have like it, it's a growing economy it's a uh, people want to grow in in respect and they want to have jobs and so on and so on how do you as a church become a beacon of hope to these people like what is How, how? Why do people look to Jakarta Praise Community Church for for hope? Well, I, I think uh, 
we do survey every now and then, you know, because I believe in uh, in facts uh, than just wishing or or something that is not not the reality. So our church uh, did uh, survey every now and then research why people came to church. And the number one reason up until now is because, not because of the praise and worship, we thought first because of praise and worship, because we do have uh, great musicians. Our music is, uh, is uh, our songs is actually sang in, in, in every uh, cities, in every church, uh, all across Indonesia and beyond. Mm. Uh, but uh, not the praise and worship, it's, it is the teaching because the teaching of the word of God is based on uh, something that they can use uh, mm-hmm. in their daily life. Uh, what we call one of our uh, one of our strong value is relevant. Mm-hmm. What we mean relevant is is actually uh, practical, mm-hmm. simple and practical. So the way we uh, translate the Bible in 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 our preaching. It's in everyday language and that the people after finishing uh, hearing or listening to the sermon, they know what to do with their life. Uh, They know what steps they have to make, what decision they need to take. So uh, that has been the strength of of the church. And then, of course, uh, followed by uh, the transformation of lives. Mm-hmm. So if you can see your friend who, who was coming to church to call JPCC and all of a sudden he was transformed, the way he lived, his lifestyle um, uh, changed before your very eye, then you want to know what happened to you. Uh, mm-hmm. How come you changed? How come you are... Um, um, doing so many good things and and in life how come you uh, stop uh, you know all the bad habits in your life and uh, and start a new habits and they want to know and because they want to know they come to our church they they uh, they try to find out what happened because uh-huh. that person that they know uh, uh, giving their testimony uh-huh. you know uh, since I came to that church, uh, I've been uh, changed the way I think and um, and my life is transformed. Mm-hmm. So you would say, uh, Jeffrey, that the teaching where you're able to speak, uh, give good advice of how to live your life, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, like yes. if you're an ordinary Jakarta citizen who's striving to get a good education, good job, uh, better material standards, if they come to your church, they'll get teaching that, that they can use for their lives. Is that that's correct understood? Yeah, uh, because uh, I think um, uh, we try to uh, bring uh, heaven to earth. You know, I mean, uh, that's, that's, that's the language that we uh, use so often. Um, yeah, to show them how to live. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, you know, uh, this is what I found, uh, Michael. All sinners know that they, 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 that they have sinned. Mm-hmm. And they know, most of them knows that they need to stop and they want to change. Condemn them, judging them doesn't help them at all. 
it, it drives them away from us. Mm-hmm. But showing them uh, the way out, and not only showing them the way out, but uh, give them example uh, how to live right, how to uh, to do life um, with Jesus in the center, with God, you know, and using uh, live, living life based on the Bible, uh, the Word of God. Uh, that what makes uh, church attractive, and people mm-hmm. wants to know, people wants to see what happened. Mm. Uh, and this this has been my experience in more than twenty years. Mm. And we never been, uh, we never done uh, like uh, revival meeting, big revival meeting, uh, things like that. Uh, inviting all the big names from all over to come and to to preach, doing revival meeting. That's uh, we never, never once did that. Uh, all of the people who came to our churches by way of relationship, most of them, probably 90, 90%, because we also didn't do uh, advertising, promoting ourselves, things like that, uh, like all the other churches have done. Uh, I stay away from all of that. Mm-hmm. But I literally teach, uh, we are heavy in teaching our congregation how to connect with others, how to be a good friend, you know, how to relate to others. Mm. Uh, relationship is, is the, net, the network for life. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if, you know how to, if you know how to relate to people, if you know how to be nice to them, if you know how to, I always said that, I said this, uh, if you can get into their heart, you can get them. If you if you know the way to their heart, you can get them. Yeah. So uh, so that's it. I mean, uh, it's proven to be to be working yeah. uh, with us, uh, and that's that's the story of our church so far. But then, if if you have a member who's been coming to Jakarta Praise Center for uh, community church for um, let's say um, five years. And they've been listening to the sermons. Don't they get sometimes then tired? They say, well, we've heard this before. We want more mature teaching. You know, we, we've heard the milk. Now we need the meat type thing. How, how do you tackle that challenge? Well, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't know whether, uh, whether you understand the, the, the teaching. With the practical teaching, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is a, it is a milk type of teaching. Uh, what I mean by relevant is is actually uh, uh, being authentic. Uh, it is what it is. You you can you can talk about deep stuff, but in a very simple way, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's the that's the challenge. That's where the wisdom of God is needed. Mm. And and I I've never I never uh, we are not like probably the other church. Uh, that you have in mind. Uh, I'm not, not not saying any 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 preacher name, uh, mm. especially in the U.S. Mm. But uh, we do uh, talk about deep stuff in in in, in our church, uh, mm. especially now, you know, because people uh, asking about the about the pandemic, asking about uh, the suffering, asking about uh, why why we experience what we experience, things like that. Mm-hmm. So we have to give them understanding from the Bible point of view. But you still 
have to do it in a very simple mm-hmm. and, and a practical way so that they can understand. I think the teaching of Jesus is, is more or less like that. Uh, he, can, he can talk to uh, people who have uh, little understanding, but at the same time, he also, with the same uh, teaching, he can, he can reach uh, uh, the, 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 the scholars, you know. Uh, that's why he used a lot of uh, parables. Mm. So it doesn't mean that if you if you are uh, if you teach uh, uh, practically, it doesn't mean that it has to be uh, milk. But help me here, uh, Jeffrey, because one of the difficulties I think for for many of us who is preaching and many of us pastors is that um, when we preach. To the Christians, they clap, uh, hopefully, in their hands. Maybe they fall asleep, I don't know. <laughs> but but hopefully they, they like it. Uh, I find that the biggest challenge is to stay relevant and stay alert to the hopes of society. It's, it's so easy to get quick points by speaking to those who already are saved and into their worldview and their understanding of hope. So, so what would be your advice to us of how to stay a sharp in our preaching of into the longing of hope in society and the deep at the same time how how do we do that yeah look uh we've been i we've been trained and i i train uh, all my pastors and all my leaders also uh to have uh, to know what the world what the world looks like and the way of the world I think if you, uh, many Christians lost in their own world, you know, in their own in their own uh, four walls of church, and so that they, they uh, don't know uh, how uh, the world works. Mm. I think uh, that's why I, I I teach a lot of uh, a lot about relationship, how to connect to others, because if you want to. If you want to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world, you need to know uh, what the world looks like and how the world uh, the world works. Uh, so that's why uh, I always said, look at your contacts uh, list. Do you have unsafe friends? Do you have uh, uh, non-Christian friends in your contact list? If you don't have one, then then uh, you need to you need to know how to relate to others because uh, because then you are no good. Uh, uh, I mean, you cannot uh, uh, become the soul of the earth uh, because you are the soul in compartment, you know, uh, in, in in the kitchen, and you are not uh, understand the ways of the world. So I think we have to uh, to know. Uh, the ways of the world and counter it with an answer mm. and deliver it in a way that we are not judgmental to them mm. but present it in a way that they could understand mm. so this is what I uh, teach uh, all the communicators in our church uh, if you talk like this would people who never come to church understand 
what you mm. say. Mm. If people who never come to church doesn't understand what you say, mm. then you need to change your language. Mm. I know what you mean because I'm Christian, but uh, uh, but you need to change the way you talk because uh, you are making no sense to uh, to the outside world. Mm. Just like just like if you if you come to Jakarta and then you speak in Dennis. It doesn't matter how good your speaking is, mm. your sermon is, no one would understand unless it's being translated. Mm-hmm. Just like as, as I come to, 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 to you and speak in my language, it doesn't matter how good my, my, my speech is, you will never understand. So if we have that in our mind, every time we have to present the gospel, then we become relevant. How do you keep yourself alert and sharp on, on the on how society works, on on the hope and of the changing cultures in society? You have you have to be you have to know what's happening in the world. Yeah. You have to you have to update yourself every time. You have to know what's going on, and then uh, and then try to uh, find the answer in the Bible, mm. and then come with the answer. You know, because that's where your people are. Uh, your people are in the world. Uh, they have to go to work on back to work on, on on Monday. They have to they have to do business on Monday. You know, and uh, you have to equip them. You have to give them tools. You have to you have to empower them. You know, give give them uh, uh, word in their in their mouth so that they can speak uh, in the way that people would understand. I noticed, uh, Jeffrey, that the mission statement you have as a church, uh, the, the statement sounds like this, to build a generation of stars that is pleasing to God and respected by people. Um, when I read this statement, uh, there was two words that kind of struck me. The one was uh, to build a generation of stars that's pleasing to God. Now, uh, again, our society, Danish society and, and Jakarta society might be different, because uh, I was just struck by the word of stars. Can you explain to me why did you include here the word of stars to build a generation of stars that is pleasing to God? Well, it's actually from the Bible. Uh, you know, the, uh, stars is is uh, used for guidance, uh, used for uh, example. So I want to build a generation who can uh, be a guidance, a guidance guiding light, uh, example for the society in, in every sphere of life, you know, um, because uh, as Christians, we tend to live for ourselves. But if we want to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, we have to go out. And But you have to know, if you go to the world, you have to know the world, what the world uh, looks. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what they uh, how how should I put this? Uh, you have to know what they uh, what they recognize. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and 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 the world uh, recognize uh, success. Mm-hmm. Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you're not successful, and 
you try to communicate in the world and the world will not will not buy you mm-hmm. you know so you need to be successful can a, a christian be successful in in their in their in their sphere of life absolutely but how you you have to teach them you have to empower them you have to pray for them uh, they need to work uh, they, they need to 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 work in the wisdom of god in the favor of god they need to to have a relationship with the holy spirit they need to be uh, anointed you know but once they are successful then they have the power to speak then the world will listen mm. so that's what i mean with the stars mm-hmm. you know Uh, and we have been busy doing that. Yeah. Uh, can you for, give for, Can you give me a good story uh, of that, Pastor Rahmat, of of a of a star that has been, so to speak, born in your church that was tempting, to, pleasing to God and and respected by people? Well, well uh, I know I, I, there's so many uh, stories about that. Uh, for example, just uh, one uh, particular friend of mine who uh, I've known for more than 20 years as 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 far as the church is is um, uh, is alive yeah uh, he is uh, he considered me as my he considered uh, myself as his mentor so he uh, he is very successful in 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 his in his uh, job in his uh, business mm. that he is now uh, couple of times uh, winning award not only for indonesian uh, level but also for asian level and also uh, got nomination to be uh, the earth and young uh, entrepreneur of the year mm-hmm. and the other guy won the young uh, entrepreneur of earth and young entrepreneur of the year a couple of years back mm-hmm. uh, uh, and when they when they um, got interviewed uh, when they uh, you know in front of everybody in front of all the all the business people who uh, attend the the final uh, uh, nomination at that time he been asked who is your mentor and uh, he mentioned my name and uh, and when he has to give uh, speech all this all the word that came out from his from his mouth is is the principle from from the word of god mm. that he got from the church mm. so um i would like to dig a, deep, a bit deeper into this uh, but but first i would ask you then a question that i'm sure that that you have answered a lot of times before Uh, when you use the word stars and when you speak about success uh, in order to be a star that is respected and that is attractive and that people actually and in order to influence society because you believe uh, Christians need to be the influencers of society um, but of course there's also sometimes where the cost the gospel becomes a, a a a reason for mocking and a reason for losing success um how um, i mean jesus was probably not a star in in terms of the society in that time and and paul neither so how would you answer that um, question uh, what if what what is a star uh, really well it's is is stars is giving light like i said is giving giving light is is uh, giving guidance you know uh, 
uh, I think Jesus is 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 uh, is giving guidance uh, to 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 many when he, when he, when he was here on earth. That's why so many came to him and listened to him because the, he has the answer. He said, "I'm I'm the way. I'm the I'm." I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the light. So uh, he is the way, you know. Mm. He gave answers. He gave. He, he show you the way how to how to get to the Father, how to live right, how to how to be free from 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 uh, from sin and and live righteous with God. So I think uh, it's it's not uh, it's not my idea. It's it's God's idea. You know, I'm just, uh, I, if I can uh, look it up in the Bible, Romans, it was Romans chapter 14. That's one of the, one of the uh, verses that uh, start, speak to me and, 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 and in the beginning of my, my, my ministry or our church, uh, we always speak about this because this this has been our our uh, foundation uh, on which the church is built. Uh, Romans fourteen verse uh, seventeen: For the kingdom of God is not uh, eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and the joy in the Holy Spirit. And then verse eighteen: uh, For for he who serves Christ in this thing is accepted to God and approved by man. In other translations, respected by man. Mm. So when I got this first, it excited me. Okay. And, and because in all these years, I only understand that what matters is if, if, if you are approved by God. That's what matters. Mm. But I never read uh, that you can also respect it by men. So since that first uh, came to to uh, to my life, in my thought, in my heart, and then and then I felt like the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to me and and said, "I want you to to build a church like this." Mm. I said, "Yes, immediately." Okay, I'm in. And then uh, and then. Stars is from the uh, Philippians chapter two. That's that's where we got the the stars, you know. Philippians two chapter fourteen. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perceived. Uh, generation among whom you shine as light or as stars in the world. Hmm. So that's that's the foundational truth that uh, that base uh, uh, the birth of, of, of our church. Hmm. So we've been clinging into that from the very beginning. And, and can you give us a few uh, examples of, of how you are then raising stars that influence society and bring renewal to society. How do you do that as a church? Well, we have we have our uh, program, so we we are not only having 
a uh, a Sunday service. Uh, we have a if you come. So this is how we work. We have we have what we call a plan, serve, and lead. That's the that's the next step that mm -hmm. we have. So if you can if you come to our church, if you uh, don't belong to any other church, uh, we ask for you to come and not only come that you be planted. Mm -hmm. And if you are planted, we want you to come into our uh, connect group or what you guys probably know as a cell group. Mm -hmm. More than 70% of the members of our church are in the cell group. Mm -hmm. so, so it's easy for us to, uh, to communicate with them. It's easy for us to, to get in touch with them, even in this pandemic season. Mm -hmm. uh, so if they are in the... In the in the cell group and the connect group, uh, we want them to then take a Bible study, a foundational Bible study, in where we introduce them to Christ and uh, that we uh, ask them to to repent, to receive Jesus as their personal Savior, to get baptized, to to get baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, and then to and then. And then the life of the church itself is more or less in the cell group. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, cell group is, or connect group is, uh, is built so that people uh, not only can be planted, but also they begin to serve God. Mm. So our church is also known as a voluntary uh, church because uh, we have about more than 4,500 people who volunteer, mm. working as a volunteer. We only have about 60 full-time staff, but we have more than 4,000 volunteers. That's because uh, we uh, teach them, you know, uh, uh, how to serve. We introduce them to servant leadership that Jesus taught us. So uh, serving has been uh, a great way for us to shape them to be a leader, to be uh, an influencer. Uh, because uh, I believe that if you want to be first, you need to learn how to serve. Mm -hmm. So we open a way for them to learn how to serve so that they know how to lead. Mm -hmm. you know? So if you already planted, then we uh, ask you to serve. And in the serving area, we also teach them how to, to be a leader. There is a certain uh, Bible study uh, uh, program that they can, that they can uh, take so that they learn how to serve, how to lead. And then after serving, they can uh, be a leader, mm. a leader of uh, leader of the connect group leader of the the ministry leader of a uh, leader of uh, uh, certain people mm. and if you uh, if you're already a leader then we ask you to produce another leader mm. and that's how that's how the the steps goes but do you yeah. then do you, do you then have um when we talk about uh, renewal of society renewal of culture and and again start that's respected by people that is there certain areas or spheres of society where you as a church feel you have a special entrance into renewing the culture of that sphere of society? 
What do you mean by that? Is there like, for example, in the area of music or area of business or area of politics or um, social works, is there some places you as a church feel like there's a special opening for you to uh, transform the culture so it becomes more of a, of a kingdom culture in, in that area? Um, yes, I mean, uh, you cannot influence what you don't have. So if, if, if the Lord opened a way for you to be, to be a director of a, of a, of a company, or if you, if you have uh, any other position, then you can, then you can, uh, you can influence uh, other people. Mm. You can introduce them with, uh, with the value of the kingdom, mm. you know, but that's, uh, that's, that's the thing, but you need to have a different language in saying that. Yeah. Because if you if you don't know that that language, then you are not uh, communicating with them. Then you you become weird, and people don't like weird people. You know, mm -hmm. so that's why you need to put uh, you need to put word in their mouth so that they are able to communicate with others. Mm. So if if we know what the world value, that's the word that I've been trying to to get. If we know what the world value and and we uh, give that value to them, then the world will listen. Mm. Look, like uh, it's a very it's a uh, it's, it's very simple, Michael. Uh, for example, our church is very very well known of the of the on time of the punctuality. Mm -hmm. That's not in our culture. That's not in Indonesian culture, but uh, we started uh, early. Uh, I mean, uh, since the beginning of our church, I said to I said to uh, all my leaders, we want to have this uh, as as a, as a as a value of our church. We want to be punctual. So. Uh, in every service, it doesn't matter Sunday service of, of any other services that we have. We have to start, whether it's only a few people uh, or uh, more people, uh, we have to start. Hmm. So it, of course, uh, we, we have to be committed in that. Whatever you tolerate, you cannot change. So we have zero tolerance in, in, in that. So we have to be punctual in everything that we do. And now, now, if you come to our church, people start to line up one hour before the service start. Mm. Now, if you come to Jakarta and you said to any of, of any Christians in Jakarta that you said, you want to come uh, Sunday to uh, JPCC, they will tell you, even though they are not uh, uh, people from our church, they will tell you, oh, you need to come at least half an hour before to get a seat over there because people line up before the service. Hmm. And, 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 and with that, because that become the culture of our church and the culture within the people. And now imagine those people who are in the church who embrace the culture of punctuality when they go to work and they are being promoted become the, the president director of a company, they will enforce punctuality to all the, the, the employees. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and all they need to do is just to copy what we've done in the church. Mm. And many now in, in their in their in their uh, sphere of life experience change uh, uh, in uh, the punctuality uh, uh, value because they learn from the church. Mm. So that's one of the examples that we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, how you how you uh, how you penetrate and influence others? Mm. You know, and we can do this with generosity. We can do this with the humble spirit. We can do this with the creativity. Uh, one one time, I was speaking. I was invited uh, uh, to speak at uh, one of the largest companies, uh, actually. Uh, um, multinational companies, uh, their headquarters is in Japan. And I was shocked because when I was, uh, when, when I was talking to the president directors, he said, uh, I, send my, I send my managers every week to come to your church to see uh, the creativity of the church. The way you present, uh, the way you you present uh, the news, uh, the advertising uh, for for the next week, what happened in church church agenda and all of that, and the way you uh, every time we do like a play of drama, uh, we always done it uh, with creativity. Mm. So he said we've been sending our managers just to just to learn from you guys. He said, mm. I said, I was shocked. I said, I didn't know that. Yeah, I said, your church has been, uh, has been influencing us in the way we do things. Mm. So that can happen. Wow. But it, but it also reminds me when you, when you tell these stories that how, how would you describe your relationship with the society around you? Like, how do you view the world, so to speak? And, and, and when I ask that question, it's because uh, some of us come from a background where the world was dangerous and you should not be too close to it because then it could it could, was contagious, you know, with sin and stuff like that. How would you describe your view on the term the world? Yeah, look, uh, Michael, we are called to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. We're not supposed to, to separate ourselves to the world. Yes, we have to enter the world, but we are not of the world. Just like uh, I'm not a diver, but uh, I think I think if do you dive? No. No. Okay. If if if, if we are not supposed to live uh, in the water, right? Mm. But if you dive, you need to have you you need to have your your costumes. You need to mm. to have your tank. Because you are not you are not of the water, mm. but you want to you want to see the beauty of the water, mm. and you need to clothe yourself. You need to protect yourself in order for you to be able to breathe, mm. and to enter the world to enter the the, the, the world of water, you know. So uh, do not enter without any protection. Do not enter without any oxygen. Oxygen. So that's what we've been teaching uh, to our congregation. We want you to be the, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, but don't, don't go, just go 
just with the passion, but not with the understanding, not with the, with the equipment. You need to be equipped first so that you know your language is right, your, your, your presentation is right, you know. Then you can relate to them because you have, you have compassion for them, you empathize with them, mm. you know. And, and, and that's, that's the job of the church, to equip them. Just like when I come to when I come to uh, to Denmark uh, uh, around this time or next mm -hmm. next next month, it will be very cold, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, let me ask you: If there's a, a a heavy, very cold winter in Copenhagen, do you guys still go out to work or to do groceries and shopping? Yeah, you still have to go out, right? You are not you are not locking yourself in in, in, in your house for three four months, right? You yeah. still have you still have to go out, but you go out not with your with not with with with, with your uh, t shirt like that, but you need your jacket, you need your your uh, uh, your uh, gloves. With your, your glove, handspoon. Uh, you, you need all of that to keep yourself warm. So you can stand the, the, the cold outside, but you keep yourself warm in the inside because of your jacket, because of the glove. And that's the concept that you need to, to have. But if you go out to the world without any protection, then you kill yourself. It's a suicide. Mm. But but is there also is there um, a way of an interaction between church and the world? Like uh, obviously we believe that as a church we have much to offer to the world, like uh, because we do have the gospel and so on. But is there also um, an influence the other way that is good? Like is there a good influence from the world where we need to understand where we get inspired? Um, of course, because you know, you know that uh, uh, there is a common good that we need to understand. There's a common good that we can also uh, uh, that we can learn from others, that we can get inspired by others. Of course, why not? Mm. We don't. We 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 believe uh, that uh, that we can be uh, influenced to them. But if there is something good that they can influence us with, uh, why not? Mm. Why not? Mm. And that's, that's, that's how, that's how, uh, that's how the society works, is it? For example, for example, uh, between uh, Android and, and iPhone, you know? iPhone come with the latest, and then Android come with with with, with the better one. Mm -hmm. But then Apple is not is not uh, is not uh, stopping. They try to beat them, right? So mm -hmm. they came up with a better one, and then Android or Samsung or whatever came with another one. So that's how the industry goes. That's how the industry uh, uh, going forward. You know. And that's that's how that's how the world uh, our world works, mm. and that's how we understand it that way. Mm. 
Professor Jeffrey Ahmed, we are coming to an end of this interview. Um, you said before that we need to understand what is it that the world wants so that we can give to the world what it wants so it will listen. Can you, uh, in the end here, just uh, elaborate on these words as a challenge to us? I don't want to, I don't want to challenge uh, any of you, but, but look, uh, we all have the same gospel, right? We all have the same gospel. Let me give you an illustration. We have the best, if I may say gospel as a product, we have the best product there is. Proven, the best product there is. Why is it that people won't buy? Think, think uh, business for a moment with me. If you have the best product there is, you know, and it's proven to be the best. There's nothing like it. My question is why people don't want to buy your product. One of, one of the reasons that I can, can came up with is because we have a lousy presentation. because we are not good in communicating the product. Because we don't know how to sell the product. That's why the people won't buy the product. But if you know how to present it well, if you know how to communicate well, if you know how to, uh, to, 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 to uh, promote your product, then people will buy. People will line up to buy. So let me let me give you another illustration. If if this if this the best smartphone there is, and you hold the very old one, all right. If you hold, if you hold the very old one, and I have the best one, and I want to give it give this to you, but the way I said it is like this. Michael, your handphone is an old one. It's antique. It sucks. Sorry, my language. You know, uh, why, why do you want to, to hold that? You should be ashamed of yourself. Look at all the people. Only you are the one who, who has that. You are a young, a, a young person, but you hold a very old gadget or smartphone or phone. It, it doesn't even call smartphone. What can you do with that? This can do this, this can do that. And would you take my handphone? I don't think so. You said, who are you to insult me like that? You know why I still hold this phone? Because my dad gave it to me and he already passed away. This is just an example. Because my, 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 my girlfriend gave it to me, or, or I, I bought this, I bought this with, with, my, with my own money. You know? But if I, if I uh, take another approach, 
and I don't even mention your handphone at all, even though I know that you hold that very old one. And I said, Michael, I'm so, so happy with this smartphone. I can use this to work. I can use this to, to uh, record. I can uh, do so many things with it. I can uh, take picture with this. I can, I can make music with this and, and so many beautiful things. Look, 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 look what happened with this. Look, if I do this, look what happened, look what happened. So what I, what I try to do to you is to, to get you to be curious with what I have. When you are curious with what I have and you want to know more, and then I, I said this, Michael, would you give me yours so that I can give you this? What is the chance for you to give it to me? Mm. It's oh. better than the first one, right? Yeah, definitely. So I think the world, I think the world, if we can, if we can see past, if we can see past religion, if we can see past lifestyle, if we can see past uh, race, skin color, or if we can see past political differences, what we see is a human being. A human being that needs to, to, to be loved, to be accepted, to know their value, to, to, to know their identity, and they need the the all human beings, you know, whether they are they are uh, white colors or black or whatever, they they have this question in mind: Who am I? Why I'm here? What is my purpose of living? Where I'm going? Who do I belong to? All human beings, whether they are what any kind of religion, any kind of political uh, beliefs, you know, and any race, whether they are Westerner or Easterner, they have the same question. So if we can see past all of that, we see a human being. And human being needs their savior. And Jesus is the answer. But we get stuck with all these this walls, with, with all the denomination, we get stuck, we, we are stuck with all the religions. So you know, we, then we can we, we see from that point of view. So that's why we are, you know, losing the battle because we are not uh, sensitive anymore to the need of our society. Pastor Jeffrey Rahmat, it's been a joy listening to you and talking to you. Thank you for making the time and for challenging us in, in how we think uh, in relationship to sharing the gospel with the world around us and the longings that they have. I hope it helps. Uh, I hope I don't, uh, uh, you know, uh, challenge you too, too hard on this one, but uh, that's, the way I, that's the way I look at, at it. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you for all the questions. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. God bless. And uh, may you continue to see growth in your church and soon to be physically meeting again. 
Okay, I hope so. I hope I hope I can I can uh, be with you guys in person and then uh, talk uh, a little bit more. That would be lovely. Blessings, Jeffrey. So next time. God bless you. Thank you.